Sean Caprain. Welcome to episode 129 of We The Gamer Cats. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com, and it comes to you every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and mother-loving YouTube. Thank you for subscribing, hitting the thumbs up, and rating us on iTunes, leaving a comment, sharing with your friends. I think I might be a little too close to the microphone. Got a little excited. It's rare that the house is empty. That was a house is empty hay on a Sunday. But that's it's actually Monday for you. Guys, thank you for being here through all this nonsense. Black History Month continues. It's the pinkest guy on the internet bringing you a, a, a show dedicated to Black History Month this February. So take that as you will. And if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have a sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games and all that other stuff. And if you want to be part of the show, tweet at me. Uh, I am at Sean Capri. Sean, like Connery Capri, like the pants. And this is brought to you by all of our patrons at patreon.com slash make us better, especially our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, and all of our gentlemen executive producers, Nick Militia, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, David Ray, Mike Drummy, Aaron Doherty, Martini Jean, and Mr. Moody. Mr. Moody, of course, coming from Mr. Bad Bit himself circle. And speaking of Mr. Bad Bit, I just recorded just uh maybe what an hour ago we just finished uh, with mr joseph starting a new show i would say i'm trying to give you guys a sense of like what it is and, and to say it's similar to this isn't really accurate like this is uh it, it's just one-on-one free-flowing i guess in that way that it, it's similar but it was cool man because like i don't really aside from this rambling that you're getting right now i don't typically get a, a chance to really just kind of go on and on so it was fun i felt awkward because i feel like i I felt like i talked too much and our skype cut out maybe just a couple of times so i'm like i think this is still working but if you guys ever just wanted to know like my origins of gaming and and how i even got into podcasting and gosh we we kind of covered the whole thing like and why xbox that that seems to be a topic of conversation these days uh after last week's gaming gurus it's kind of like what I think the whole conversation is about what is fanboyism? What is that all? What does all that stuff mean? It was a really great conversation. So thank you, Joseph, for having me on the pilot episode. Look forward to that. And I don't know. I should have asked Joseph before I say this, but I'm sure just let him know you want to be on his show, too. <laughs> if you guys want to. I know there's a bunch of people who who uh, haven't started their own shows, but they love talking about video games. Uh, this is this is a great little circuit that you can go on. You can be on Wing the Gamer Cast. You can go on Growing Up Gaming. You can go on the Bad Bit Show. Gosh, all these different things. Just get on the guest pro circuit, guys. So that so uh, I hope you enjoy all that. Thank you to Joseph and thank you. Last week, Devin Tyus. I just want to give you a big old hug. I just what a lovable guy. This whole month is dedicated to Black History Month. My guest this week is Delvin Cox. I should have split those guys up. Delvin, Devin, I gotta be very careful. I get it, gotta get it right. Uh, last week was Devin, this week is Delvin. And what a great conversation you guys are in for. But before we get to that, I wanted to let you know in case you missed it, Chelsea is streaming Fallout 4 on the youtube.com slash we the nerdy. And it is awesome, dude. Like I love, I showed my parents. We were at their place last night. And they've got this giant 70 inch TV that you can, you can send like a Chromecast thing up to. And we had, we had her stream going. And my parents are just sitting there trying to like understand. Like my dad's like, Oh, is this your blog? And I'm like, Okay, well, for starters, this like a, a blog is a written. Okay. No, this is just a game. Anyway, Chelsea has a really impressive power armor collection. She built like this giant warehouse and she's got the stand and it's all lit and like it's lighted like not it's not lit it is lit would the kids say it's lit 
so check that out. She's gonna surely she'll be streaming more of that, and it's it's awesome to see. I love it. She's got her PlayStation set up by her computer. She's got lights and everything. And she's got a great background. She's got all of the amiibo, and she's got her like Funko Pops and everything set up there. It's it's amazing. I love it. So stop by, say hi whenever that goes. If you subscribe, you'll get the notification. So that's cool. Also, did anybody forget that the Olympics were happening because they just started like showing up on my TV? And, uh, and I'm like, oh, I, I wasn't really ready for this. I, I usually, I, I don't know, you get prepared. My dad would always put up like a Canada flag out front. And it was always a big deal. The Olympics always were huge. And I, I, I just have such great memories just dedicating whatever it is, 10 days or two weeks to cheering for these sports that I've never <laughs> really thought of since the last time <laughs> the Olympics were on. Like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm super passionate about speed skating. Like, holy crap, that's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. And, and snowboarding as well. And, I, and I'm and i glad that, you know, they had sort of like a pre-Olympics. They had like a day or two where that really caught me off guard. Olympics just started up without any opening ceremonies. And I felt I was all out of order. But now I'm in it. I spent yesterday just watching some snowboarding and just like I was at the edge of my seat. And obviously it helps when your country is uh, competing at a high level in that sport. I don't think Canadians are doing so great in the biathlon, which is really unfortunate. Maybe it's just our we're not we're not comfortable with guns. Like with the snow, we, we're, we're good. But the guns, I don't know. So I'm loving the Olympics and I hope you guys are are enjoying it and the everything that it represents. I just love seeing you look out in the crowd and there's people of all walks of life, all different flags, nationalities, and they're just all together and just cheering and being happy and it's sport. And I love, it sort of reminds me of this show where it's like video games bringing people together. That's sports bringing people together no matter what is going on in the world. And I always get a little, little misty about that. Like I really buy into what the Olympics represent. I also buy into like from an international standpoint, but also the training and dedication and the if you put your mind to it, you can do anything part of it. And now with Lincoln sort of like looking at these, these are kids really. These these Olympians are 18, 19, 20 year olds at like their peak performance. And I get very I do get very inspired by that. These people have dedicated everything that they have to this moment and i just think that that is so cool so i love the olympics i hope you guys are enjoying it um good luck to all countries especially canada and whatever country you're cheering about um so that's that's good stuff man i I was so into it yesterday i wanted to play steep i almost bought the the olympic thing for steep i want to i just want to get into it like that's this is a cultural moment i want to celebrate in every way that i possibly can I'm playing a little bit of Celeste. I was just on the phone with Johnny Casino. Hi, John. We were just talking a second ago, but now this is a day later for you. So you know this because I told you. I was a little like hesitant on my full-on recommendation when on the Xbox Drive last week. I had just dove into it, and I always get this weird thing whenever a game. Do you guys get this way when when people are talking about it like crazy and they're like, "This is the best game ever," and you're like, "No, it's not." Like my automatic reaction was like, there's no way it can be, po- it could possibly be that good. So my initial reaction was like, I-, I get it. Like it's good. And what I found over the last couple of days was I just kept going back to it. Like that, I've got that in Monster Hunter and I just keep clicking on, on Celeste. And the game makes me believe that I can beat it. And I'm starting to collect those strawberries and it's really clever. Every chapter introduces something different and you become a master at it and it feels good. The dash is so great. Uh, it's 20 bucks. I do recommend this game. 
I, I feel like I, I'm pulling back on it only so that I don't sound exactly like everybody else who's like head over heels about it. If you like a challenge, you like these 2D platformers, you got 20 bucks to spare. All those add up to a purchase in my mind. And uh, the last thing I would say is I'm somehow getting back into Call of Duty. I'm playing World War II on uh, the multiplayer in this double XP just gets me every single time. So I'm loving that. And if you guys, like, honestly, I was playing with Ben Butler, your butler and mine, my butler and yours. John, did you mess it up on the last show, by the way? I feel like it was backwards. This is just a conversation, apparently, between me and Johnny Casino. Um, anyway, if you guys want to play some multiplayer, let's do it. I was playing some Rocket League. Let's, let's, let's get on it. I like it. I need to play with uh, Nathan Thomas, so goodness gracious, we got some bad timing. My um, guest this week from the Delvin Cox Experience is Delvin Cox, of course. You can follow him on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Why don't we just go ahead and get right into it? Here he is, Delvin Cox. Black History Month continues. What are you up to today? Nothing. <laughs> Other than this. <laughs> this? And I was going to see my grandmother go take care of her so she could nag me for several hours. Can I tell you something? I was sort of like imagining you answering the Skype call, but like in like this really dark sort of like disco room with like a lot of like smoke and just <laughs> attitude. Like, like you'd come on the show with like this big jacket and everything. I'm like... I don't know, there's something about the Delvin Cox experience that, like, when I listen to it, there's so much attitude, and there's so much, I don't know, like, atmosphere, I guess, is probably even the better word to say. Like, I don't know that I'm experiencing anything like it, man. So, so now we've lifted the veil, everybody watching the video, you know, we're just, we're just a couple geeks. Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> if you can see this. Oh, this is my move, we like to show shirts. Black, Black Panther. Panther. Dude, that's a sweet yep. shirt. Thank you. Yes, yes. Where'd you get that? I definitely suck. Um, why did I get this shirt? I don't know. <laughs> it just showed up one day. Dude, I'm the... You know what? I shouldn't even ask that kind of question because I don't know where my shirts show up. Like, my wife picks up most of the shirts. She's like, hey, I thought you'd like this nerdy shirt with all the Mario Kart characters on it. I'm like, you're right. I would like that. <laughs> This is disappointing because I just got this shirt like last week. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember I got it from at all. What's your closet like? Is it is it like a lot of geeky t-shirts and stuff like that? Oh, my wife hates my clothes. Oh, really? I have all like Marvel and DC shirts. Oh, so you're like you just you play both sides? Yes, I love Marvel. I love DC. I lo- I love all kind of geek culture thing. I grew up with it. Like yeah, Marvel, DC. Indiana Jones, Star Wars, mm-hmm. all that stuff. PlayStation, I, Xbox. Dude, I want to I want to get into all of that, all all the geeky sides to you. But you know, I figured that I would. I, I don't know if anybody's ever done this to you. Have you ever gone onto anybody else's show and they they steal your questions? Because I thought I would steal your questions at least at least four or five of them, anyways. The only thing I've had close to that was um Chalfy one time came on the podcast. And hijacked my podcast. Oh, oh of course me, he did. <laughs> just thought asking me questions. That's like Bobby and I. If if uh, never invite both Bobby and I onto your show. Oh, it's that's a mistake. Happening. It's a mistake. Okay, okay. Well, the funny thing is, I I try to warn people, and they're like, "Challenge accepted," and uh, it's it's not I, good. I love you guys. Thanks, I, man. I love you. We love you. I love Bobby. You guys are like. Um, 
like Batman and Robin. Oh, it all, yeah, because it's like, I like it's I'll, like Bobby's like the straight tights. man. <laughs> Bobby's like the straight man. He had this serious demeanor, and then you're coming in like, what are you so serious for? And it's like, I know, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. That's very true, actually. And it didn't it didn't start that way. That's for sure. When when Bobby and I first met, we were both. We're both very serious. I wanted to make this a very professional podcast. Now it's like, whatever. And especially like when we started doing it for Nintendo, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, man. Like, so I'll just, just make it up and, and make crack jokes. And, uh, and then, then he, then he kicked me off the show and canceled it. So I guess that maybe I should have thought oh, <laughs> better strategy. That broke, my, that broke my heart. I kid you. I was so upset. I'm you like, and me both, man. You and uh, me both. But that's, that's, you know, it, it you put all of your eggs in various baskets, and eventually one of those baskets is going to get turned over. And that's okay. Nintendo fixed themselves, man. Like, they, they're they perfect now. They're not perfect. I know. But... That was very facetious. <laughs> <laughs> After I... last week's Gaming Gurus, I'm not going to talk smack about Nintendo anymore. <laughs> oh, that was literally the most controversial episode ever. <laughs> oh, God. We got to we gotta point you guys in the direction of some of uh, Bobby and mine's earlier earlier fights, man. There was one time I was just, I, I don't even know what, what hit me. I was, I was a little sick and tired of hearing about image and form. And I just, something went off the handle, man. It was just wasn't, wasn't a good time. <laughs> but oh I gotta, God. I gotta find that one. I gotta, we gotta maybe have like a Facebook memory. will will remind me of that because it was that was one of the first ones. People were like, are you guys breaking up? Like, <laughs> no, I'm breaking up, man. We'll divorce, but we won't know. Um, what is your favorite Black History Month moment or Black History moment? That's a better question. Well, either one is fun. I, um, what that I grew up with is um. Seeing Obama elected. What's that? You cut out a little bit. Sorry. Uh, seeing Barack Obama oh, get elected for the first time. Yeah, man. So what was it like? Where were you when that happened? I imagine like it's funny because it wasn't that that long ago. But just talking about memories automatically, the visual I have is you as a little child in front of like a big CRT TV, just like the glow. <laughs> you like sitting cross legged, like open eyes, drop jaw. But like I, you're growing, like you voting. <laughs> My son was a little child, I think, but not well, There me. you go. Oh, that's cool, too, man. So you got to see it in, in a proud moment for you. And then also, like, w- was your son aware of sort of how big a moment that was? Yeah, he was he's aware was he? of it. I want to say he was, that was, what, 2008? Yep. So like he was like three or four. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say that, yeah. But it was cool because... <clears throat> Growing up, my family, like, let me just call out. My grandmother grew up in segregation times. My mom grew up in segregation times. Mm-hmm. So for them to see this big moment happen, it's something that you, it's like you wouldn't believe out of your wildest dreams. It's just mm-hmm. an amazing thing. And I think people kind of take that for granted, even with the climate that we're in today. Mm-hmm. That's something that you can't take away. That happened. Even when, even when Darth Vader, have you seen the things going on with with Trump going up into the helicopter, or whatever, and his hair flies up, and people <laughs> are comparing it to to Darth Vader when you see the back of his head for the first time. <laughs> oh my gosh, the universe works in in strange ways, man. Um, yeah, that's so that's a really that's a really good one. I think that you know you could go all the way back, and I like that it's a it's like a like a recent one. 
that black history doesn't necessarily have to mean back in the whatever. Like, you don't have to go that far back to go, man, like, big things. What about, like, you know, a future, future, what will be when Oprah becomes president? You know, yeah. Let's go from, well, like, Obama to Trump to, to uh, well, maybe The Rock. Who knows, man? Does that count? See the thing, the thing, yeah, Rock definitely counts. Okay. That's black. <laughs> People like, forget always about the say Samoan that too. Stuff, like. People always say that. Oh no, he's Samoan. Like his father is half black. black. Yep, half black, half <laughs> Samoan. Everybody knows it. Yeah, but That's you know, hilarious. the thing about Black history is Black history is every day. There you go. You know, people take that for granted in a sense where, like, every day something's happening. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're making history. Yep, I like it. Well, you know what? I take my coffee black. Does that count? Every day. That definitely counts. All right, I'll take it. Wesley Snipes has always been on black, so. That's right, that's right. Uh, what's your favorite album? Whew, my favorite album, that's kind of crazy. Do you ever ask crazy. these questions and go like, man, what would I ever say? This is a tough-ass question. Like, I need to prepare for your show. If I ever came on your show, I'm like, I'm going to have to listen to these damn questions. I don't know. Stop coming <laughs> up that stuff at the top of your head. Um, It's kind of hard to say what's my favorite album because I have, I listen to so much different music. Like, for example, my favorite R&B album probably would be Michael Jackson Thriller. Ooh, yeah, I love man. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. But then my favorite hip-hop album would be Nas Illmatic. Okay, never heard of that one. You never heard of Nas? Well, I know Nas. I never heard of that album. You know, Illmatic is his first my, album. I, it probably was playing in my house at one point. My brother listened to everything, man. I remember the first time my brother came home with like a Jay-Z album. I'm like, what in the world is this? Like Everybody was into <laughs> rap, and I'm like, I like Aerosmith. Aerosmith is real cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i i have a very diverse music taste i like mm-hmm. madonna i like prince i like michael jackson i like Nas. i like jay-z mm-hmm. i like aerosmith there you go phil collins so dude i remember like my parents had like these giant cases first of all they had like giant trunks with records in them like they just had i don't even know like super tramp and all this other stuff it was crazy probably like three or four hundred records like these things like you could sit on like with four of your buddies and just sit on this trunk and it was like it was made out of metal and you just like open this thing up and it had like two rows of of records so my parents were really big into music and then as records went away and like then i came into the picture they moved on to cassettes they had these briefcases they have like and they were all like there was a mix of things that they actually bought and things that they sort of like i actually don't even know how they did this but they were all like bootleg cassettes. Like my first Michael Jackson album was like a bootleg. It was just like it was like a recordable cassette tape. And I wrote Michael Jackson. I'm sure it was Thriller. They wrote Michael Jackson Thriller on the side. And it wasn't until, gosh, probably early 90s when I went to like, did you guys have HMV? Like where do you buy your records from? Like where do you? Where, um, where, Sam Goody's. Yeah. Places like that. Um, FYE. But the thing about it is also... See, I don't know if you guys had this in Canada, mm. but in Miami, there's a, there used to be a huge like bootleg community. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we not not as big, definitely not as big. But I, I know what you're talking about. But well, like, or you can go to like the flea market, mm-hmm. and you can go buy the mixtapes or that's awesome. Whole maybe they did. Maybe that's like, where they came from. Yeah, maybe that's most where they got them. Can you talk to me about the first time that you like went? Maybe it's different. Maybe it's just <laughs> different upbringing. I was very confused by Michael Jackson, and I don't think I'm the only one, because I'm flipping through, you know, the, by artists, every, all the albums are, like, put together, and then I'm going through, like, Michael Jackson, okay, Dangerous, okay, there he is, 
Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. I know. Going back. Who's this guy? Who's <laughs> who's this black guy? <laughs> the Michael Jackson cover. What I never had that problem. So because you knew... I followed him for okay, but most what, of his what, what career. Change then. So it was opposite. So I knew him as a white guy first, and then like or yeah. white skinned. Like what? How was that explained to you? How walk me? Th- try, try to walk me through your experience with Michael Jackson. It was. It's kind of like. It's not, it wasn't never really explained to me. It's kind of like, okay, this is what's going on because mm-hmm. at first when I was younger, I thought it was because of the, the Pepsi accident. Oh, because he got burned. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I've had family members who had, like, got burns and things like that, and their face, their skin turned white from it. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was because of that and, like, plastic surgery and things like that. That's the thing, and I don't and know without you... the internet to confirm, we all just made up our own stories. Yeah. It seemed like everybody had their own story about Michael Jackson back then. And did you all um, get a chance to look at the article Quincy Jones had did the, um, this past week? No. Well, Quincy Jones did this. It's, it's been big news all over Twitter and everywhere. Uh-huh. He did a big interview. And one of the things he said in the interview was that he used to chastise and criticize Michael Jackson for bleaching his skin. Mm-hmm. And getting all this plastic surgery because he thought it was stupid. Mm-hmm. And he said Michael Jackson had issues with his looks because oh, his yeah. parents, his, his dad... Specifically, used to always call him ugly. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was more of a. It's I guess deep rooted stuff, man. That's and that's the yeah. thing. It's just so it's so sad that he's gone. Like he actually passed away right around the same time as my my wife's dad passed away. Oh, and I just remember like hearing and going like, and I hadn't met her yet, so I only knew about Michael Jackson at the time. Going like, that's not real. Like what? What he was gonna like? He was getting ready for his concert and everything. I remember buying This Is It afterwards and just going like we we are now missing like one of the all-time great talents on this planet like the top like fraction of a percent in my opinion in my opinion i think michael jackson is one of the all-time greats and watching like just watching him on that have you seen it this is it i bought it the first day it came out i love that isn't it amazing like he's just so like so particular and he knows exactly but he's still like he still came across as like a team player and like not I don't know, like the most humble egomaniac I've ever seen, if that's even possible. He's yeah. Just, he's just so in touch with his craft and like surrounds himself with the best dancers and, and musicians and everything. Just the way he was kind of like, and it goes like, pop, 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 pop. And he had, I don't know, he's just, I love that. I, that is just such a, I, I miss it a lot, dude. Yeah, it was like watching that movie is like literally watching a genius at work. That's it. You see, watching him like his moves, it's like, hold up, this is how you do this. He was stopping it, songs and like, such a perfectionist. It's like, mm-hmm. it was cool. And it's so natural. And I'm like, I would sit there and think about, okay, so if I do this with my arm and then I do like, and it's just off. Like, there's no way. That's why, that's why I'm not Michael Jackson. I'm going to give you a little insight about me. Okay. When I was a little kid. That's the whole point of this. I was probably like seven, six years old. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit older than that. I used to have dreams. Have you ever seen um the little, the little thing they always show with Michael Jackson where he's moonwalking on stage? Mm-hmm. Like when he in the, like the Billy Jean outfit. Yeah, of course. I used to dream that I was like next to him doing that. Yeah, man. I think we all did. Honestly, I had dreams of him like coming to my school and doing a concert. Like I wanted him to come to our school and just like and be like we would as if you could like hire Michael Jackson or something. Like if you just asked him to come, he would do it. Like that's <laughs> that's where I was as a kid. I remember we used to talk about that all the time. Then we just we just loved Michael Jackson. He was just like larger than life. And I remember like I remember even like the Super Bowl. 
when he did the Super Bowl, and that was like the craziest thing. Like he had his, um, pretty sure he had his like his golden shin pads <laughs> and everything. He looked like <laughs> he was like this like uh, hockey player with like golden equipment. And I remember it was just like that was such a crazy deal. And if you ever look back now, in it, it just wasn't. Like it was still like the '90s. We didn't know how to do spectacle, but we thought we did. And yeah. so now, like now we do spectacle. Now it's like this crazy huge. Like you watch the Olympics; they just had their uh, opening ceremonies. And, like that spectacle. This was like this. It seemed like an empty stadium, and he's just kind of like he's doing his dance moves. And it's Michael Jackson. It's enormous. But like, imagine now. Imagine if if he lived in this time, and it was it was it'd be crazy, dude. Delvin, next question, yeah. man. PS4, Xbox, or Switch? I love your questions. This is great. I mean, there's every show. I'm going to go um, PS4. How come, man? But I love all three systems. Okay, there it is. Okay. How come PS4? Because I I kind of came Let's up fight. on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of came up on PlayStation. From mm. the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, Vita, PSP. Mm. It's, it's my home. Mm-hmm. It's what I know. So, so like, where did it where did it come in? Like, were you playing Nintendo before that, or was that like that was your on ramp? I was playing Nintendo before that. I had the NES, the SNES, mm-hmm. but I kind of fell off of Nintendo around the time of the N sixty four GameCube. Oh, okay, yeah, actually, so did I. And like, okay, how old are you? Thirty seven. Okay, so we're we're in the same. Actually, I was talking to uh, Drew McMillan, and he was about the same same as you too. So you and my brother. Would have been like exactly so, which actually puts me kind of right with you. That's quite kind of why I say like we're not that far off because with my older brother and and his his best friend back when we were growing up was the same age. So a lot of whatever he was playing, I was playing, even if it was like too early for me, it didn't didn't really matter. And so I think that I had like a similar trajectory from with the GameCube as well. Like I don't know about you, I looked at that thing for like one second and I thought it's kind of stupid. Like, I didn't even know yeah. anything about the games on it. I looked at the controller. I hated the controller. I didn't like that. The, the, I didn't like the shape of it. I didn't like the color of it. I didn't like the size of it. I didn't like the fact that it was called the GameCube. Like, I didn't like it. I thought it was too on the nose, even. Oh, I good think for you. It's what a happened, cube. What happened with me was when you played, because it started with PlayStation 1. When you played PlayStation 1, the games over there felt more mature. Like, mm. the, one of the first games that came out with it, the first games I got for it was Resident Evil. Ooh, yeah, man. So it's hard it to imagine. So it's different. hard to remember that we'd never seen that before. Like, exactly. Resident Evil is just part of our lives. Now. I'm trying to remember, like, we're playing Resident Evil for the very first time. Like, you pop that disc in, and you press power, spins up, and then Resident Evil. And you're like, oh, crap. Turn on the lights. Seriously, <laughs> I can't do this in the dark. And then, yeah, it became like this, like, horror became a genre. Like, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think of... Was horror even a thing prior to it that? It was a thing, but it wasn't really a thing. It was kind of niche. Like you had games like um, what's the game? It's a game that came out before that was Resident Evil was based off of. Oh, I see, and that's the thing. Like I'm trying to like even as I said, like trying to remember playing Resident Evil for the first time. Like what was our precedent for that? Somebody please help us. But it's a game. I can't remember the name of the game. It's a like, game. It's a Japanese game that Resident Evil was actually based off of. On which system? Like, was it on PlayStation just before that? I think it's on Famicom or something like that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's 
Let me see. I, I think it maybe was it was based on the ghost houses in Mario. Yeah, I think it's ghost house. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's called ghost house. Oh, there you go. But what is it ghost house? It have to be based on zombie. I don't know, man. I'm gonna I look this no up. No, I'm gonna look it up now. Somebody message Sean and let him know what game Resident Evil was based off of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so game. Am I coming through your speakers, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Can, can you turn me down just a little bit so that I don't come through the, the microphone as well? I'm hearing yes. myself just a little bit. I'm just going to leave this part in just so people can know. And then I get I really just... close to the microphone. <laughs> Do the bay voice. Leave, I'll leave. No, actually, well, I should get, I should get um, Devin back on. Have you done a show with Devin? Not yet. I need what? to. And also, PSVG, why have y'all not ever had me on any of y'all podcasts? I don't Shame. Know. Honestly, I thought you guys were part of like I thought you guys were part of like the same uprooting. Like, like were you part of the Married to the Games crew? Like, is that like, I'm trying to trying to place where the hell did you come from? <laughs> like, okay, I, I listened to the one with Dev last week. Yeah, so I can give you insight on that. I was a big fan of Married to the Games. Okay, and how did I find Married to the Games? Believe it or not, Gabe. Yeah, man. I was Favorite um, Black History Month moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, I remember like yesterday I was watching Arrow, I think it was, mm-hmm. and I was commenting on Arrow because I I love Arrow, and Gabe commented back to me from the Married to the Games Twitter, and me and him was conversating and things like that, and we had a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, you should follow us, listen to our podcast." So I listened. And I loved it. I've been a fan ever since. Man, that guy put in the time and work and effort because, like, they went around and just found people who they thought would would listen. Like, hey, would come on and li-. you know how much work that takes. Like, I don't. A lot like, of work. I feel like there, there. Everybody I talked to got like that same message from Gabe back in the early days. Like, we're married to the games. We're a podcast. Listen to it here. And I remember thinking, like, the balls on this guy. I'm not listening to this damn show. And then I got more <laughs> and more obsessed with podcasts and stuff. And uh, I'm like, okay, which ones am I going to add? Oh yeah, that guy messaged me about about married to the games, and I was doing some renovations in my in my basement at the time. I think I got time. <laughs> I can yeah. set my phone down and and just uh, work away at some baseboards down here. And I've always liked it because they they all come off as friends, mm-hmm. and not only that, it's clean. Mm-hmm. So you know, usually I used to listen to stuff like Podcast Beyond and. Kind of funny and stuff like that, and it's hard to listen to that stuff when you're around your kids because it can get explicit really fast. And my and, kids aren't like little kids; they're and, like yeah, they, they know they know yeah. they know enough to copy, and they're like, oh, that's that's a word that I would like to say, but I am not allowed <laughs> to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure I haven't. I gotta start watching myself with Lincoln. Like we're we're still like like with the dogs too, and just with video games and stuff playing around. And uh, every now and then a word slips. Like yeah. maybe you don't want to definitely let that word slip around a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the dog will be. They're, they, they probably. That's probably why they bark. They're actually just swearing back at me all the time. <laughs> Stupid dogs. They bark at me every time I come in the damn door. Don't be nuts. Um, oh, I got some interesting to say about that. Okay. Okay. My grandmother has a parrot that stays with me. What? And this parrot talks all day. What okay? Yes, tell me about this. What is this parent talking about? I'm not gonna say the word, but during random points of the day, the parent will just blurt out curse words. No way, dude. That's like right out of a movie. Yeah, 
What does it say? Fuck you. <laughs> so you, <laughs> if you're trying to sleep at night and all of a sudden 2 o'clock in the morning you're like, fuck you. Or Just you're, out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. This is a jackass. Or you're, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Like, what is he oh, my God. I hate this bird. How long is it staying with you? <laughs> Till like the end forever? of time. Like, like you, you've adopted this parrot. Essentially, yes. I take care of the parrot for her, So I don't know if I've ever met anybody who had a parrot before. This is a first for We The Gamer Cast. Yeah, and the worst thing about it is I can't, like, murder the bird. Because Obviously. The bird, because the bird's like $10,000. So if anything happens to this bird, it's a, it's like a horrible thing. Why does it cost so much? Okay. Let me get to the story of that. Okay. Okay. My uncle is an owner. You ever heard of White Castle? Yeah, man. Okay. In South Florida, well, in the South, they had something called Royal Castle. Okay. It's very similar to White Castle. Mm-hmm. And it, they, they used to be all over South Florida and all over. Um, this is a little history, too. So mm-hmm. that adds into the Black History Month. Let's do it. It used it. to be all over South Florida, Georgia, all in the, in the southern states. So, as of course, like businesses do, they started going out of business. So my uncle, who was, her, who was my grandmother's brother, mm-hmm. bought a whole bunch of the Royal Castle before they went out of business. Oh. So, as of right now, he owns the last Royal Castle in Florida. Well, the last Royal Castle, period, anywhere. And is this, like, a destination now? Like, is people trying to, like, keep it alive kind of thing? Or is it is it just clean yeah, it, life? it gets pretty good business. People oh. go there, like, and they have, like, Castle Burgers, which is, like, White Castle Burgers. Very, very similar to White Castle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no Harold so, and Kumar. Exactly. Mm. So, um, it, the cool thing about it is that he bought it. Like I said, this was he became a business owner during the time of segregation and things like that. Mm-hmm. Black guy, mm-hmm. and he came up from the company for working for them, like basically from making burgers to owning the business. Yeah, holy! So cow. it's a pretty cool success story. He's very rich. This guy takes trips to Africa all the time and everything like that. And during one of his journeys, he bought a parrot. Well, he mm-hmm. bought several parrots, and he happened to give the loudmouth one to my grandmother. Oh my god! This is the best thing I ever heard. The jerk parrot goes to my grandmother. Hang on a second. What is it like taking a parrot out of Africa and back here? Is this like a like a like a Madagascar type of incident where you just it's all accident? Yeah. So he, he, and he finds these animals on this great adventure. He just ends up with one back in the states. <laughs> you got a zebra in there too. <laughs> it's crazy because you know I've never been around a parrot before that. Mm-hmm. And so now I have to take care of this parrot. He's annoying, and my grandmother loves this parrot to death. She'll sit there and talk to him for hours. She'll make him dance for her, and oh all these gosh. things. I'm, I, but, I like to picture that it sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. That 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 makes me happy <laughs> just thinking about that. <laughs> and, and as soon as she leaves the room, F you. Oh my! Yeah. See, that's pretty good, Gilbert Gottfried, right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe it sounds a more like a, is it a female? You may the voice you do doing it sounds like a, like an eight year old woman. It's a male because my grandmother sounds like an old woman, so he tries to talk like her. That is so funny. What's his name? Dougie. It's gotta be Yago. We gotta change to Yago. This has gotta be <laughs> gotta make this a Latin reference. Whether no matter what. Hey man, okay. So you mentioned you mentioned going like taking multiple trips to Africa. What is what is your heritage? 
Like where where's your what's your lineage? I'm straight African American. Yeah. Straight African American from the hood. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm like yeah. So so like you you don't go further back than like just just America. But you know yeah. like you're you're how far back did how how long has your family been here? Well, my family been here as long as I know. The only thing about it is my dad's family I don't know that much about, but I know mm. my dad's family is Bahamian. So I have Bahamian in me. But okay. For the most part, my family is Southern black people. Yeah. They grew up in like um North Florida. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of I have like a lot of country people in my family and things like that. Mm-hmm. What was growing up like for you? It was interesting because my grandmother's always been a successful woman. Mm-hmm. So she always took care of us, but I grew up in mostly the projects and the ghettos and the hoods. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause my mom was a single mother. She was doing what she could to mm-hmm. make best for our family and things like that. It was me, my brother, and my little sister. Mm-hmm. So you know it was it's all it was always funny because you know when you don't have much you don't miss much. Okay, I get it. And you were the oldest. Did you say both those were younger than you? No, my brother's older than me. Your brother's old. So is he taking care of everybody? Like, are you guys all picking up some slack, playing your roles and stuff? Like, I imagine you grow up quicker than than most kids in that kind of situation. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird because all three of us have completely different personalities. Oh, really? Yeah, like my brother's always been that guy who likes. He's like he loves, he was he always into like police stuff and like Ooh. his favorite superhero is the Punisher. Nice and stuff like that. So he since he was a kid, he wanted to be a cop. Mm-hmm. And I was always more like the creative type, and like I love music, I love art and things like that. So mm-hmm. another interesting fact about me is I used to do music. Mm-hmm. I used to produce music for people. I used to write rap and things like that. That doesn't surprise sister, me at all. That's the that's the attitude and atmosphere I'm talking about. The Delvin Cox experience, man. Like that is a that is a podcast created by a musician for sure. Yeah, so it's kind of cool because you know, nice. I I have I had my more outgoing personality. And I used to like write music. I used to produce music and things like that. And my little sister was kind of more of the. She's not a wild child, but she was kind of sheltered in a sense. Because by the time my sister became like a a high schooler, schooler. My mom already had met my stepfather, and he had a good job. He always took care of us, so mm-hmm. we kind of had it good from there. So she didn't have to go through a lot of the things me and my brother had to go through. Right, that makes sense. What was it like in meeting him? Oh, he's a great man. My stepfather's yeah. a great man. It's I, you know how you usually have the horror story. The people are like, oh, I hate my stepdad. I hate my stepmom. Mm-hmm. Not That's, the case for that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I love him to death. Like, I how treat him you, like my dad. How did you meet him? Like, what? how was he introduced to you? I think I was 12. Yeah. He just, like, we just moved just in with him. Up. Oh, yeah. really? And the cool thing about it is he's he's a country guy. Mm-hmm. So he likes going fishing. and things. He's from Alabama. He likes going fishing. Mm-hmm. And he loves wrestling. Nice. <laughs> but the cool thing about it, when I was a kid, yeah. I only knew about WWF wrestling. Yeah, he introduced me to WCW. There it is. Yeah, man, that was like alternative. Like, oh man, you're you know what you're talking about if you're into WCW. Yeah, so he introduced me to guys like Ric Flair. Yeah, and, um, man. Then you know that was like right before the whole big thing with WCW became like a huge thing with the NBA, NWO and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So me watching WCW, I got to see all that stuff happen mm-hmm. and just watched it with him. That's awesome. So was he like a young at heart kind of guy? Like, or it sounded like he was, he was very just like, if you're, I don't know, for me, somebody who is outdoorsy is maybe a little older at heart, but I don't know if that's, if that's different. 
just depending was, on where you are. He's a very kind person. Yeah. And I guess he understood. So in, from the gate, once he married my mom, he took me in like his son. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when I was a kid, we, I used to get a lot of wrestling video games. Yeah, man. And he, doesn't, he, he doesn't know how to play video games at all, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But because I was his son in a sense, okay, let's play this game together. I love so it. he would sit for hours and play WWE Raw with me or the WCW games for mm-hmm. SNES and N64 and things like that just to spend time with me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I always appreciated that. That sounds really, I mean, like you kind of describe growing up in the projects and have, like, I feel like you just breezed over that. Like, is this like, like it didn't leave, like it, it didn't leave too many, like you guys, it seems like you just deal with it. Like it seems That's like. That's kind of what it is. Cause you know, when you grow up around in there, like I said, if you grow up in a bad area. What's bad, bad though? But that's the thing. Like that's like I'm trying to get into this. If that's okay, just for a second. We'll, 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 I still have a few other your questions I want to copy, but we'll, okay. I want to dive into this too because definitely for me, this is not like <laughs> I joke about growing up on the north side of my city was a disaster. But it's not the projects. Like it's still I still lived in a house. But like when I was when I was in grade seven, so eleven, twelve years old. I was thrust into this junior high where it was very racial, but on like where everybody clicked together. So for me, the ambiguous pink person, like (laughs) trying to figure out like where you land in this was like, what is even, I didn't even know any of this was even a thing. Like I didn't even know that, like they always say like you, like people aren't born with hate in their hearts. They learn it. And this is where kids would learn the hate was this stupid-ass junior high school where the Italian kids would sit together and the Portuguese kids would sit together and the Spanish kids. Like, it was basically, like, a lot of, like, Western Europe racism, <laughs> essentially. Well, and, like, by, by 12 years old, I knew all the slurs. That's awful. I so I'm trying to... Yeah, let me... Tell me about... Tell okay. me about you, man. When I was in junior high school, I went to a predominantly black junior high school, but there was a lot of Spanish and white people there. hmm So, these are dumb kids' work. Very stupid kids. Mm-hmm. And if you're a kid listening to this podcast right now, never, never participate in anything like that. Yeah, man. Like what I'm going to say. Because mm-hmm. this is horrible. They had something that, in the school called Cracker Day. Yep. Have you ever heard of this kind of notion? Nope. Okay. I can imagine what is about to be described. Okay. But yeah, go like for I it. Like I said, what I'm going to tell you is horrible. Mm-hmm. Where these black kids will go around and beat up random white kids. Mm-hmm. Just because they're white. Mm-hmm. So, me being the kid I was, I used to have a lot of friends who were white. Yeah. So I would. So when this would happen, I would have to go out and like, hey, defend them. Like, hey, leave him alone. Yeah. Do not put your hands on him. Do not touch him. Mm-hmm. Or we're gonna have problems. And now I'm a scrawny little black kid with glass, big old glasses, on, like something like, <laughs> like big... Don't make me put my Marvel comics down. I would like <laughs> to break up this fight. But I was always the kid. Like even when I was a, a younger kid. I never backed down from a bully. Yeah, good for you. I always stood up to him, so people respected me. So when I sat there and said, hey, leave him alone, he's cool, mm-hmm. they generally listened. Because they yeah. knew, if, hey, if they didn't listen, we we're going to fight. And whether they beat me or not, it's going to be a long day for you. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's because I don't I don't know why this that became a thing. Thank God they don't do things like that anymore. I don't think to my knowledge, but 
you don't want to see, like I said, I've always been the guy who fought for the little guy. Mm-hmm. And you, I hate seeing stuff like that where people just use violence for no reason. Yep. So it hurts to like mention it because I, me thinking about it, like it bothered, it greatly bothered me now that I think about it. Like when you think about it, like you think like, okay, these are just stupid kids, but it's something that led to that. They see things that happen to their parents mm-hmm. and they just blame white people for it. And not, a lot of times it's not just white people. Mm-hmm. That's doing wrong to you. People don't grasp that, so they come up with stupid things like this. Oh, we're gonna just beat up random white people because they think we did they did us wrong. Yeah. And people don't take the consideration of like, hey, it's other problems that could have caused this. It's not Where, just the color of your skin. So it sounds like you had like a really strong like moral compass at a very young age. Like, where did where did that come? Is that is that your mom? My grandmother. Grandmother. My, yeah. Um, my grandmother mainly because you know. It just knowing right from wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah, you know, people always say, "Oh, things can be taught," but you can also teach yourself the right way. Mm-hmm. Just by watching TV, and you see, like, not to be funny, watching shows like Barney or Sesame Street, they say, "Hey, this is wrong." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whether you liked it or not, that stuff gets embedded in your head. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're watching it for twelve hours a day, right? What about for, for your kids now? Like how – like is it – you mentioned it's not exactly like the same environment growing up or like the same dynamics maybe of race or is it? Like what is it like for your kids growing up? Like what what mix of kids are they hanging out with? Like what, what faces them in school and, and things like that on the playground? Well, my daughter doesn't have that problem because – okay, for those who don't know, my wife is Hispanic. Hispanic. Mm-hmm. She's – Nicaraguan. So mm-hmm. my kids are both mixed kids. Yep. So my Which daughter automatically makes them gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are adorable. But my daughter is more my complexion. Okay. So she really doesn't run into problems. Mm-hmm. But my son is a little fairer skin. Mm-hmm. And he looks Hispanic. He has like curly hair and things like that. So. Because of how he looks, a lot of kids was having, he was having problems in school. A lot of kids were trying to tease him mm-hmm. and bully him. Yeah. And knowing that, like I said, it's... Because he looks different, because he goes to a predominantly black school and he looks different from them or because he looks different from his sister or from you? Like where... Yeah, because he looked different from his sister. Yeah. Because he goes... It's not the school that he went to, because he doesn't go to the school, it wasn't necessarily predominantly black. Mm-hmm. But because he... It was in an underprivileged area. Okay. And I always make sure my kids are taken care of. So my son would go to school with Jordans and looking nice and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you – how do I say this? Okay. It's hard for kids to see my son getting picked up from school from his dad. Yep. And their dad not coming. Because mm. mm-hmm. I noticed when I used to pick him up a lot of times – these kids would stare at me and so many kids would come and just want to talk to me and things like that. And I'd always should have time for the kids. But I think, you know, it takes a toll on kids to see a kid coming out happy. Yeah. Hey, my dad's here. Why can't I'm I be happy? Here. You know. Mm-hmm. It's weird to say that, but it's it's reality. Like a lot of, a lot of kids, not necessarily black kids or white kids. This is just kids in general don't have both their parents in the house. Yeah. 
So how is it for you now? I mean, you've seen both sides of it. You've been raised by your mom. You've been taken care of by by your grandma. Like, is it is it still uh, like is your mom still involved, like heavily involved in your family now in that in that way? Like, that I'm always interested in that with keeping the we would call it extended family. I don't know if you call that a core family still. Like grandparents would be extended and cousins would be extended family, which is always like I was always kind of a little jealous of people who had their core family that like the brothers of the parents and the parents of the parents all still together. Like my parents ended up moving to a place where that just wasn't even possible. Like my mom's family is a 15 hour drive away. Like they're so far away. And, uh, you know, I love spending time with them, but is that, is that the environment that your kids grow up in now is still, or is it just you and your wife? Or like, well, no, how far does the family reach? Pretty much see their family almost every other day. Like That's my grandmother, awesome, they see every man. day. That's the thing. Look how yeah. how important is that though to you? Like it, it, I don't even know if you yeah. ever really even thought of it because just because that's just life for you. But yeah. Like you know when you I guess maybe you've seen the alternative, in yeah. both in your own life and then you see it with these kids too that they're waiting for that their dad to show up and like do you ever think that they, their dad just never shows up? Like what do you think? What do you think these kids face? They probably face not having a dad or their dad's not always around and yeah. It sucks when you don't have a father figure or a mother figure, for that matter, to help guide you. I, I've been through it. I've grew up without my dad most of the time, not necessarily by his choice, but mm-hmm. just by circumstances. And I've watched sure. my mom try to supplement that, like watch my mom like dating different guys, trying to have a father figure for us. Mm-hmm. And did and you know at the time that that's kind of like what she was going for? Like now you now you can see it as a, as a grown man. You can look back and go like, that's probably what she was intending for like to have a father figure or a uh uh f- that that role in the house but did you know as a kid that like that's what was happening or like how ha- i just love to know what that experience is like for you as a kid i had a kind of an idea yeah but i kind of fully see, in retrospect i fully see it now like okay she was looking for not only she was looking for love but she was looking for somebody who can take Guide care of her family kids. mm-hmm mm-hmm you know, to her credit, she did what she could. She made, like I said, we never went hungry. We never went mm-hmm. without clothes. And like my grandmother played a big part in that. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, it is. I can't complain about how I grew up. Mm-hmm. I literally can't. You know, I just take the cards I was dealt. For the most part, I was dealt good. And, and that doesn't surprise me at all. You seem like you seem like the type of person who just can like take whatever situation and go. This is awesome. This is the best time of my life. Like, whatever is happening right now, this is amazing. Like, even when we were just chatting on Twitter, I'm just like, I just get such a great vibe from Delvin, man. This is so awesome. Like, there's just so <laughs> much so much positivity. Um, I want to get into – I just want to make sure that I, I I think I missed a couple of your questions. Oh, yes. I, I How could I forget? What's the dumbest thing you ever did as a kid? Uh. I did a lot of dumb things as a kid. Okay. I love this question, man. Where does I'll it even give come you a good from? story. Okay. I don't think I've never told on my podcast anywhere else. Okay. With Me and one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. His name's I give his nickname. His name's Scooter. We have the same first name. Mm-hmm. We were going to a check cashing store. This this was a long time ago. We were young. To go cash his check for work. Mm-hmm. So while we're at this check cashing store, we see this young lady crying and stuff with all her bags and she's like oh I, I have nowhere to go I, I, I'm i stuck on the streets I was supposed to catch a bus home mm-hmm. 
and she's crying and stuff. So my friends talking me and my friend are talking to her and stuff. I don't. She's like, I don't know what to do. So my friend Scooter says, "Why don't you stay with Delvin?" <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. So what happened? So and she's like, "Yeah, can I stay with you?" And this is the time I had my own place. And like, oh. yes, yeah, you can come stay with me. Oh my god, this is amazing. So. She stays in the house with me and stuff like that. I sleep in my spot. She sleeps in my house. The next day, she doesn't want to leave. Oh, yeah. She's like, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're so amazing. Mm-hmm. Can I stay here? We can be married. We can have a family. Like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Go away. <laughs> and she stayed for like four days. Come on. My aunt had to come to the house and basically get her out and tell her, my grand, my nephew doesn't love you. She doesn't want to be with you. He was trying to be nice. Oh no! What did she do? She just stayed and hung out there. Oh, like, that, she, she, like, dude, that doesn't sound like real. Like that, that's no way. That's real life. That's a TV show. That's a movie. Like that, that doesn't happen. It was crazy. Like, oh, you're my boyfriend, and she wanted to cook food. It's like, no, get oh, out of my house. Oh no! How does this happen to people? She did not want to leave. And then even when she left, right, my auntie finally got to leave, finally peacefully and things like that. She would pass by my house with this old guy. Mm-hmm. This is my new boyfriend. Hope you're not jealous. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like she's going to get you killed. She's going to piss yeah. off the wrong ex. And she's like, <laughs> like dude, yeah, man, I, I just I, wanted to cash my check. Anything. And I'm like, and I'm messaging my friend while this happened. Like, you jerk. Oh, my God. You should have ponder, ponder off on him. Like, hey, man, I got I to peace out, but also. <laughs> I should have dropped it off his house. <laughs> that would have been even better, man. She would have been, she would have had good, like, home-cooked meals. <laughs> the parents. That'd be hilarious, dude. Hey, so, man, why don't why don't we get into, tell me about the Delvin Cullets. I want to know about this show. I, I obviously just ripped off all of your questions, which I which I love. <laughs> and I remember when, I remember listening to when Bobby was on, thinking just like, this is hilarious, dude. Like. Because you and you obviously have such a diverse range. The first question of like, what's your favorite album? Is like, what a great question. Like, what a I don't even know. It, it, you, I think you phrase them as like icebreaker type of questions. Like, you get right into it. And like, knowing somebody's favorite album is so, is just such a. It says so much about somebody. Whether it's kind of like your favorite game, I guess. Like, yeah. it's kind of like kind of introduces. It talks about when did you first get into it. I don't know how many people say my favorite game is this and it's not within the first five years of them playing video games. Like, I don't know. Did you ever get that? Cause you asked that question as well. Do you get a lot of, does it skew more early on? Like people say like Mario or like my favorite game was one of the first ones I ever played or is it, or are there games where like my favorite game is, I don't even know, destiny. It happens. You know, yeah. it's people are interested. Like you, like you, like you said, one of the reasons why I ask what a person's favorite album is is because you kind of, you, just simply, you know what kind of music they like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get a feel for, okay, this guy's a rock and roll guy. Yeah, but you always know. That's the thing that I find fascinating is that, like, you can ask that kind of question. And, like, like if I were to ask it, like, I asked a question today, and you're like, you're like, I like this Nas album. I'm like, I never heard of it. But you always I'm gonna know. I'm going to send Nas out, by the way. What's that? I'm going to send you Illmatic. Okay. I have Apple Music. I just get it. Let, let's, let's. Yeah, let's. I'll, I'll, well, I'm like, I'm gonna be a bad podcaster if I end up doing that right now. 
but that's the thing that I find like really amazing is that you ask questions that are like completely open ended, but still you can you find like the op- the the common ground, and that's like that's a pretty special thing, dude. Like to to ask a question that can be you could get any response, and you're like, yeah, I know that. Let's talk about that. That's pretty that's pretty crazy, man. So how long have you been doing the Delvin Cox experience? Because I feel like it came up out of something else. You it did. Yeah, so tell me about the journey with it with the show, man. Okay. Originally, the, the podcast I used to do was called the Mic Drop Podcast. Mm-hmm. It was with me and one of my best friends, Al. Mm-hmm. But as we were doing it, he was going through a lot of personal problems, a lot of personal problems. Like his his girlfriend is sick. He's having medical conditions, so he wasn't able to do the podcast. And it was and not only that, it was affecting the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the whole premise of the Mic Drop Podcast was Al is kind of out there. Al was one of those conspiracy theory guys. He oh. was in the military and things like that. So he'll say, like, I would ask him a question. He'll say wild stuff. Yeah. Like, I asked him about Trump and, like, hey, how did you feel what Trump said? Oh, that's fine. People should stop being mm-hmm. peeing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I've always respected him for his opinions and how he thought, his outlook on things. And he'll start asking about UFOs and aliens and all kind of wild things. Government's doing this, government's doing that, people are doing this. He had a, such a unique take on things. Yeah. And once he started going through his problems, it got to the point where, like, I can't do this podcast without him because this is what we kind of built together. So right, I kind of wanted to make a podcast that personifies that in a sense, but was more about me. That's why it's called the Delvin Cox Experience because you can't take away my name. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have something else more about me, and not only about me, but me talking to people yeah. and get different experiences. Because me talking to Al always was a different experience because he has so many stories and insight <laughs> to tell about things he went through in his life. Yeah. What a so great I thing kinda, to say about somebody, dude. I don't know how many people can describe their co-host in that way without making it sound like they're absolutely insane. It's like it's like if you have like Alzheimer's, you're like discovering things for the first time every day. You're like, look at this yeah. cup. What a nice cup. <laughs> like, dude, this is the same <laughs> cup as yesterday. You just don't remember. Yeah. Everything about Al was interesting. Cause every time you talk to him, it's a di- you're seeing a little bit of a different light. Because mm-hmm. he'll, he'll say some things, a lot of things he, he's right about. Yeah. But he's not going to just take things for face value. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, like, for example, I think we had one... Like, our first episode was why people hate on God. Oh, wow. That was your first episode? Our first episode of the Mike Drop Podcast. Okay. So, his father is a was a preacher. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, he brought an insight on it that a lot of people wouldn't So, he of. was the son of a preacher, man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Great song. that song in my head. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so he brought a different insight on it. A lot of people liked that episode because it was so... Like I'm, a, I believe in God. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm a Bible thumper like that. Mm-hmm. But I always like to hear people's opinions. The people who don't believe in God, people who do believe in God, hear their takes on it. I think that's fascinating, man. I think your your first episode is gonna about to get a bump in listeners. <laughs> I want to <laughs> check that out, man. You're gonna be like, who's listening? It's like it's me. I will. I, will, <laughs> I definitely want to check that. out. That's awesome. So kind of yeah, like from know, there, like you guys were like it wasn't even just video games. No, it, it, we or rarely talk about video games at all. Yeah. Yeah, but did you want about, to do video games? Was that part of it too, the, to, to dive back into the Delvin Cox experience? I like, wanted to do video games. You still games. have a mix there too. 
Yeah, I love video games, but Al's not as advanced in video gaming as I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why we never did video. We never really touched on video games. But with the Devil Cox experience, I wanted to talk to everybody I knew and people and, and about things that I love. Mm-hmm. So video games has always been a big part of what I love. So that's why you get interviews with people like Bobby and people and like Joey. Uh, Joey, so many people. You gotta get Devin on there, man. Come on. Devin's gotta come on the podcast, definitely. Honestly, I just wanna give him a big hug. Yeah. Devin, if you're listening, man, I just want, like, and it reminds me of a friend that I went to high school with and I'm still good friends with today. And I just, it was like talking to an old friend last week, even though it was the first time I'd really, like, had a conversation with him. I was just like, so familiar. I just love that guy. Yeah, Devin's awesome. And Coach Moe's awesome, too. And I'll, Give you a little insight. I was supposed to be on their podcast, one of their first guests, mm-hmm. and my grandfather died. Oh, I did not think that's where that was going. I'm sorry, yeah. man. So I missed it. I, I'm like, damn. So I got to get back on their podcast. Wait, you were like, damn about the podcast, or you, yeah. you were like, damn about your grandfather? I was, <laughs> of course, I, I was like, bummed out by my grandfather. But... Like, granddad, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pick another week. <laughs> Pick another week. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's the funniest like, thing I've ever heard. This is my shot. I'm supposed to be on the podcast. <laughs> You're always messing things up for me with your with no. your your slow walking and your early dinners and your dying. <laughs> Gosh, oh, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad we can laugh about that, man. Yeah, oh, definitely have funny. to laugh. Enjoy. Like he was a great man. <sighs> yeah. And he, like I said, he was he lived in Orlando. Yeah. So he was always like, "Hey, well, we, interesting about him." I, I said this on my podcast before, but he was the first person to introduce me to video games. Oh, okay. Is Orlando like just like? Is it even like a real city, or is it just amusement park town? Amusement park town. Yeah, man. And yeah, a little basketball. Yeah. It's it, every time I've went there. It's literally a tourist trap now. Yeah, All yeah, that's the thing. Shops and shops and shops and mm-hmm. outlets and outlets. My wife loves going there. Yeah, yeah, us too, man. We well, my wife and I got married in Fort Lauderdale, and then we drove a car to Orlando and spent three weeks in Orlando. It was like it was just so, so amazing. I tell you, come from here because like it's minus twenty five outside. It's cold as hell. It's super dry. That's why my skin is all pink and my like my hands <laughs> flake off and everything. It's awful. And we went down there for we were in Florida for a month and like we realized we could breathe. Like our like my sinuses are all awful. Like and I got headaches and everything. It's like the air here sucks. What the hell? Canada's <laughs> supposed to be like clean air, but like then you're sitting by the water and I want to be by space, which which is NASA. So I like I like being all up in there. Cape, went spent a couple days in Cape Canaveral, which was amazing. Anyways, I don't even know how I got on this. You're talking no, about your you're continue. talking about being on this show podcast. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, man. So get on to play some video games. What what do you got coming? Because you're also doing Black History Month on the Delvin Cox Experience. Can you talk about people who you, who you might be having oh. on the show in, the, in this in this month of yours? Yeah, let me bring it up. Who who I'm having on the show? Because okay. I don't want to. Uh... So you had Joey Craig on. Do I get him on? You had him, the Skyward King. Yeah, I had him on. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have on D-Spin 67. Oh, no way! Yes. I love that a name pops up like that. I'm like, Married to the Games. Again, that's right. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Okay, who else you got? And I think for the final week, 
this is cool. I just interviewed him last night, and I was very excited, very nervous to do it. His name is Rodney Barnes. Okay. Now you might you may not know him from his name, mm-hmm. but he was a writer on. You ever watched Marvel's Runaways? I did. I had watched the premiere when I was in Toronto, actually. He wrote that. Come on. Not only that, you ever watched the cartoon show The Bulldogs? Yeah. Oh, no way. He wrote that. Okay, now we're talking. That is amazing. And, he, and now he writes um, Falcon, the comic book for Falcon for Marvel. Holy crap, that is awesome, dude. Congratulations. That's a good get. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. I, I enjoyed talking to him about everything. Yeah. And it was awesome. Oh, nice. So people can find that all over iTunes and SoundCloud and everything like that? It's iTunes, SoundCloud. Oh, I almost forgot what one person I interviewed. I interviewed um, my guy Dre from According to Sources podcast Ooh. at ETMF. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Great guy. Had a great conversation with him. Nice, man. I like that you, you just kind of like pile these away. Like you kind of just like powered through and then you, you, you put them in the can and release them every yeah. week. It's smart, dude. That's awesome. The reason why I do that is because... I always look when you, when you interview somebody. I want I always want the interview to try to be timeless. Yeah, like if you were to come twenty years from now, listen, I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. it's still relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, that, what I can do is I can just um, replay all these interviews next February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I would never do that. Well, like you, like you said, um, you, you're gonna go back and listen to the first episode of the po- my podcast, uh, mm-hmm. my job podcast. So if you were to go back, you'll hear a lot of crazy things on those. I love it. I love it. Well, the part of it too is just like figuring out how to podcast. So you, yeah. you couple that with like that kind of topic. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I love it. So before we wrap things up, I gotta know we gotta we gotta bring it back in in video games for a second. What do you what you playing? I gotta know what you're F- playing. Finally trying to beat Horizon Zero Dawn right now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a horrible year last year in terms of gaming wise. Mm-hmm. I bought Good time every game and beat almost none of them. Yeah, right? It was yeah, a little so too ADD last year. It was like, oh, there's something yeah. else. And, oh, there's something else over here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was horrible. Like, I didn't finish. So, like, right now I'm trying to beat all the games I didn't finish last year. Mm-hmm. Like, Do you think Do you think uh, having being somebody who hasn't beaten uh, Horizon just yet, if somebody spoiled it for you, would you think that's uncalled for or you think you're out of nah, spoiler territory? I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. Spoilers never really bothered me. But you're about to finish it. Spoilers never really bothered me because it's about the experience and the journey. Speaking of Black History Month, one of the best characters in that in that game. One of my favorite, like he this guy, I don't even know his name, but he's starting to show up in a lot of video games. Uh I know uh, you're talking about. I can't he was remember in Quantum right. Break he, as well. He's in Quantum Break, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on uh, he was on Heroes. He was, he was the on Heroes. Heroes. Yes, yes. I kept saying to Chelsea, because Chelsea's playing the game, like, we're playing side by side. She played it first. And I'm like, oh, it's the Haitian again. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, let me dust off my HD DVD box set of (laughs) Heroes, and I I will show you the Haitian, man. That guy was awesome. Yeah, just like, uh, just now that you mentioned it, you ever heard the show This Is Us? Oh, I can't. I can't with This Is Us. Yeah. I never watched it. But I guess something big happened on the show, and they showed... I'm looking at the commercial like, that's Peter from Heroes. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the dad. Yeah, like, I know. Watch the show because it's Peter from Heroes. I want to – I hear – when I hear his name, I think of Hiro, the character, the, the Japanese guy. And he yes. always said his name really particularly. Yeah, you go for it. I, I, 
Hero was awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, God. That show, what happened to it? I remember just ignoring it because I'm like, what, an X-Men ripoff? And then I watched him like, save the cheerleader, save the world. I am in. Yes, this hero show is amazing. That time in TV was some of the best TV I used to ever watch. Thank you. It was Heroes 24 Lost. Lost. Mm -hmm. It was so many good shows. Yes. Okay. We are we are brothers now. We are <laughs> we are TV brothers, man. Because everybody's saying that this is the we're gonna piss people off here. I think that people are saying this is the golden age of TV. I don't know, man. I was locked to my every Monday. We had people coming over for for twenty four, and like we, uh, just twenty four. This is golden age because there's ton, there's tons of stuff, but you don't have the week to week stuff anymore. Yeah, that's too bad. Where can people find you all over the internet, Mister Delvin Cox? On Twitter, Delvin underscore Cox. And if you want to listen to the podcast, it's based on every podcast service. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Player FM. Player FM. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, dude. This was so much fun. And we we got to talk about, I don't even know. I would say 17 different topics. Yeah, it was awesome. I want to go for at least 15. So we, we, we did it. I liked it because... We just had a conversation like friends. Yeah, man. Just have a cup of coffee. That's the thing. Like You're like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I absolutely need the coffee. This is just <laughs> part of the experience. This is for me. This is part of the Sean Capri experience. It's got to be, got to have my, even on the Xbox drive. I can't start the show without going through the freaking drive-thru. I got to go to <laughs> McDonald's drive-thru and get my coffee. Anyways, thanks, man. Thanks for doing this. This is awesome. Definitely, man. Delvin Cox don't go anywhere by the way don't don't go don't shut it off we're gonna give away a game you might want to know what it is although you've probably seen it in this show and just you know let's just get right into it uh, life is strange is the giveaway this week it's in the show notes it's everywhere it's yours if you just jump on it life is strange all day episode one through five the first season it's there so thank you for listening that's it that's a thank you gift for me to you and thank you to to Delvin for being on the show and just what a what an awesome dude, man. What a great chat. I hope you guys like that. The music, if you like that, was Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, Through the Mirror, and Back from ocremix.org. Thank you guys all for subscribing, hitting the thumbs up if you haven't already, and rating us on iTunes and all the other all the other stuff that you do. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. The website is We the Nerdy, the the the, the podcast, We the Gamer Cast, as you know. Please, if you haven't check out the, the xbox drive even if you don't like xbox even as you know what especially if you don't like xbox there's probably more people who don't like xbox than there are people who like it so check that out it's um it's on itunes and everywhere else so you can check uh that comes out every thursday and uh, please consider supporting us on patreon.com slash make us better that's why this is a video that's why next show is going to be joey craig coming back we're gonna have blessing adiodia also come back is going to be an amazing six-episode month, all crammed into February. It's all thanks to you guys and your support and pushing us at patreon.com slash make us better. If you've thought about it and you haven't got to it, today would be a great day to go ahead and do that. Uh, thank you to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard, our video designer, Antonio Guillen. And remember, this is powered by the Dayspace Network of Podcasts, where you can find the Xbox Drive. Uh, living Room Clutter is over there. What else? The Gaming Gurus is on there as well. Not this week. We're taking a break from the Gaming Gurus this week. Not feeling so great, some of us. 
Not that it has anything to do with last week. We're fine. Bobby and I are totally fine. We've been through this sort of thing before. One of my dogs just like, I don't know if that came through the mic. I feel like somebody just like dove down the steps. Are you, are you good? You okay? I think he's okay. Otherwise, this is episode 129 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears and your eyeballs. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason. Jason. It's Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!